The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part? BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. So get over to betql.co to download the app today. Yes, yes, we are back. This is the college experience. Whew. Solo show today. These things happen after long weekends. Uh, Patty C actually was very responsible. He wanted to get up uh, yesterday, but my, I, you know, I missed my flight. What am I doing? This is not an introduction. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase. Although you could say the hungover asshole at the same time. Anyway. Oh man. Anyway, that's my thing. Apparently I say anyway, a lot. Um, look, fresh, fresh back from Baton Rouge and new Orleans missed my flight yesterday. So Patty C was on time after he was coming back from Atlanta and, and you know, he wanted to meet up to do it and sent me a message. I think he might even been on his way. I got to talk to the guy because I, I didn't get it because I was on an airplane later and yeah, to make a long story short, I missed my flight at, uh, at around six forty in the morning on, uh, on Monday. So, uh, after bargaining with the, uh, <laughs> the airlines, we got on a uh, later flight, but man, what a weekend, what a weekend. Uh, <laughs> look, LSU, man. Okay, look, I've been to a lot of college football games. I don't know that there's a better... I mean, I guess I, coming into it, I probably could have guessed it's one of the best home environments in all college football. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll say that definitely that is the case. I mean, I had an amazing time. My, my seats were incredible. Shout out to my guy, Bobby Chavez, at Bobby's Boxing in Laguna Beach, California. That's my brother. And uh, he hooked it up. He hooked it up big time. Also, want a special... Send a special shout out to... I met up with some listeners. I met up with some listeners that were cool as shit. They were really nice to me. I was actually pretty hammered prior to meeting up with them. But I do want to shout out my guy, Greg. I believe I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Greg Natal. Uh, also, his friends, Evan and Catherine, they were also cool to me. Very cool. And if anything, I was the asshole because I'm coming in like 30 shots deep after hanging out with a couple people. I come meet up at their local bar. I don't know. We have some good time, you know, some good times, plural. I might've uh, been a little bit of a ridiculous fool by th- ripping a plant out of uh, the ground or something. I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe, maybe bounced a bottle of beer off my head. I don't know what happened, but uh, no, actually we had a great time, man. And, and they were really cool. Uh, so 
thank you for the hospitality in New Orleans. Uh, it was amazing. That city's always amazing, though. I've been to New Orleans before. I'd never been to Baton Rouge. And uh, just an incredible, incredible weekend, my buddy. Uh, I know I already gave him somewhat of a shout-out. He did get arrested the first night there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I lost him in, the, in a casino at Harrah's. He ended up arrested, but he did win, uh, I think, I think $3,000 or something in blackjack, something to that effect. I have like maybe 2700 or something. So he comes back. I'd given up on him. We were both hammered. We met up with a, a, a guy that we knew like 10 years ago that, that is a bartender in, in, in New Orleans that we used to, like when I first moved out to LA, I bartended at this place where I, I bartended with this guy. So we met up with him and it was just a, it was just a shit show from the start. And then, uh, I, I somehow lost my, my, my brother there that was with me. Uh, he's out. He went out to Harris. I was at Harris. I don't know what happened, but anyway, I lost him. And then I decided, Hey, I'm pretty hammered. I'm just going to go back to the hotel, go back to the hotel. I don't hear from him forever, but I'm like, Oh, maybe I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, uh, and he comes in at around six in the morning after being uh, arrested. And but he made a lot of money. <laughs> so they arrest him for card counting. That's the best part about it. And for the one thing I know about this guy, he was not card counting because if he did as much alcohol as me, then he couldn't fucking count probably to ten. You know what I mean? But oh man, what a uh, what a wild weekend! New Orleans is such an awesome city. I need to go there more often. Uh, okay, let's get down to the, look, I missed a lot of college football action because I was tailgating in Baton Rouge. Um, but I did record some, watch some on the flight, and I'm going to hit you with the Dantabase Top 25 Delayed Edition. Uh, okay. At number 25, we're just going to dive into this shit, all right? I don't have Patty C here. The chemistry's all off. And my brain cells haven't returned. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? Do they even return? <laughs> uh, my 25th team is the Cincinnati Bearcats, fresh off an overtime loss to Temple. Look, I had them much higher before. I think last week I had them at what spot? I had them at 13. So they dropped 12 spots with an overtime loss to Temple. And uh, yeah, when I was when I was following the score of this game, and they were up by 14, I thought pretty late, and I was like, oh, they're gonna pull it off. But Temple, Temple's a tough out. They're going, to be, they're going to be pretty good this year. Okay. At 24, I got the Buffalo Bulls coming off a nice road win at... Road win. Road win. Road win at Temple... Or at Temple. I can't even talk. At Toledo. That was a big win. I actually picked Toledo on my sheet because I thought Toledo was coming off a couple, couple tough losses. The Fresno game and the, even the Miami game. Uh, so I, I personally had them... Uh, Covering that, so kudos to Buffalo getting it done. That was probably one of their harder games on the schedule left. So there's a good chance this team could go ten or you know ten and two, eleven and one. Buffalo Bulls doing big things. That I, you know I was high on that coaching hire. I believe he was from uh, Wisconsin Whitewater, where they won a bunch of uh, D three national championships prior to him arriving in Buffalo. Uh, at number twenty three, and man, they this team moved up two spots, but they narrowly won. The Army Black Knights got the win against Miami, Ohio. Um, overtime win by one. So I'm assuming, I, I have not watched this game yet, but uh, 
I think Miami, Ohio either went for two or missed the extra point. Knowing Chuck Martin, he probably went for two. Uh, look, Army, it's a, that's an ugly win, but you got it. Your only two losses are to Duke and Oklahoma and overtime against Oklahoma. Dude, this team's legit. They're winning ballgames. Jeff Monken is a beast. All right, number 22. I got the North Carolina State Wolfpack. You guys know I'm an East Carolina guy. I hate NC State. I don't want them in my top 25, even though they got destroyed by Clemson 42-7, to which was one of my locks, by the way. What the hell happened right there? Clemson showing up. Uh, but NC State, come on. They're just always, I feel like, they always underachieve. How do you have this much talent on your team and you lose like that? It's like back in the early 2000s when they had Phillip Rivers and Corn Robinson and T.A. McClendon and, and uh, Terrence Holt, I think, was on the, was a safety on that team. The years, I mean, th- this team should have been a lot better. They should have been a lot better. They had Jericho Cotri also on that early two, 2000 team. All their teams have talent, and they never really kind of exceed expectations. But they're always a tough out normally uh, it, it, for the big boys. But I don't know. Apparently not this Saturday. Um, but look, they're still 5-1. and one. That's a bad loss at one of the top teams in the country. Whatever. Still got to have them in your top 25 as much as I dislike them. Okay, at 21, staying in the state of North Carolina, I got at the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Now, Louisiana Lafayette did cover as my, one of my six-pack. That was a pretty easy cover. Uh, I think App State won by 13 or 14, but App State's still legit. You could argue that they should be undefeated with the overtime loss at Penn State week one. And they had lost Jalen Moore. I really liked the, the bet on, on taking Louisiana Lafayette because App State's best offensive player uh, has been out for the year, or is out for the year essentially now. But you can't, that resume looks good, even with Penn State being, you know, a two loss team. So App State at 21. At 20, this team had a bye week, but they moved up two spots. And I got the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, and this team could be moving up more, considering how South Carolina will do. But I can, I mean, look, there are two losses to Bama and Clemson. You wish you would have got one of those that would have really helped the resume, but their best win is still at South Carolina, I think, at the moment. Um, but, hey, there's a lot of football left. They get LSU, they get Auburn. Uh, so they're going to have their chances to really to really jump up. But Jimbo's doing, he's doing a solid job. He's doing a solid job. I, I kind of thought they'd maybe have one more loss than they would right now. So kudos to, to the $75 million man. Uh, at number 19, I got the Utah State Aggies coming off a nice road victory in Laramie, Wyoming, which I know Wyoming is having a very down year for a Craig Bowl coached team. But that's still a tough place to win. Still a tough place to win. Uh under Craig Bowl, I guess prior to Craig Bowl, that was a bye week. <laughs> but Utah State's doing things, man. And once again, that's a team that, you know, played Michigan State. You could, I really feel like they outplayed Michigan State week one. So this team could easily be undefeated, much like Appalachian State. So I got the Aggies of Utah State at number 19. At number 18, I stick in the Mountain West. I got the Fresno State Bulldogs. You know, this is one that you scratch your head with. Is their one loss was to Minnesota late in the game. Like, they were going to tie it up, I believe. With They were at the two-yard line, and Minnesota had a crazy interception. And I still don't, like, Minnesota's not that good. So you would think, like, man, Fresno really botched it. They could easily be 12-0 and this year if they had just won that game. 
But they're five and one or six and one right now. So let's just go with Fresno State. Their defense is playing great. Um, and they cover. They always cover a lot of these games. Uh, so at number 17, I have the Utah Utes coming out of nowhere. They last week they were like my 27th ranked team. Moved up 10 spots with a win over USC in Salt Lake City. So they got wins over what? Stanford and USC the past couple weeks. Close loss to Washington State. Uh, this team's legit, especially at home. I'm telling you guys, Utah at home, one of the tougher places to play, even though I've never visited there. But I know that, that historically, you want to take the Utes in Salt Lake City. They're legit as they come in the Pac-12 at least. Uh, next up. At number 16, I got the Ohio State Buckeyes. Can we talk about this for a second? Let's just talk about this. Jeff Brom, you know, Patty C., where is he at? I'm going to bring it up to him. I'm going to bring it up to him. Look, I didn't call for Purdue to, to, to cover this game, I don't think. Beginning of the year, I kind of did. But Purdue kind of out the gates struggled some. They lost their first three games, or I think, or yeah, the first three games by like the final possession of each game. Some of them were very controversial calls, like the Northwestern and the Missouri game especially the Missouri game, I really felt like they really got, like, hosed. But Brom is, I've, I've been really high on this coaching hire two years ago when they got him from Western Kentucky. I, I, I called for Purdue. They were, like, one of my surprise teams last year. And I thought this year they were going to be better. I think I called for the over just because I believe in Brom, even though I looked at the schedule and I was like, that's a tough schedule. But what a win. I don't know if you hear my dog drinking water right now, but that's that's good, but... Jeff Brum, what a win. Uh, that's a signature win, man. And you're wondering, like, he got, he, he used, just a few months ago, he landed, I think, a five-star recruit. And he is really changing, how, are you, he's changing Purdue. And you got to wonder, how long is this guy going to remain at Purdue? I could see, well, earlier in the year, prior to the season started, I was like, man, LSU might make a run at him if Coach O fails. Well, that's not happening. But what about USC? I could see USC making a run at that. But... I don't know. I would just think he's going to be one of the coaching, hottest coaching commodities this offseason. So, I don't know. I hope he stays at Purdue, though, man. I'd like to see them come up for a bit. So, what a game, though. They're going to be a tough team for years to come if he stays at Purdue. All right. Ohio State, though, is at 16 because they only have one loss. But let, they still have Michigan State and Michigan ahead of them. So, Good luck. You're going to, I think, you know, Urban Meyer, this team struggles defensively. And that that can keep any team. And I mean, I know Michigan State is not like an offensive juggernaut. Even Michigan, you could argue not. But I think both those teams are going to be going to be playing Ohio State really tough. I really do. I actually, I think beginning of the year, I called for Michigan State to beat Ohio State in East Lansing. I still think that might happen. Uh, okay, but they're at number 16. They went from 1 to 16, guys. Uh, at number 15, I got the San Diego State Aztecs. And look, Rocky Long just keeps winning. Just keeps winning. Uh, their one loss is at Stanford in a game that they fared decently well in. So I'm high on this team. I know right now you could say, well, compare resumes, Ohio State and San Diego State. Yeah. But you could also say that they don't have a loss to a team like Purdue is not. They, they lost to Eastern Michigan. You know what I mean? Stanford's two losses are to who? 
Notre Dame. And who's the other team that they lost? Notre Dame and Utah. I mean, that's much better than Eastern Michigan. So right now I got the Aztecs there. But like I said, if uh, Ohio State beats Michigan State or Michigan, they'll easily hop over the Aztecs. All right. Number 14. Well, before I get to number 14, I just want to tell you guys that doing a solo show, you know, I just got to bang into this thing. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP100 to claim your 100% deposit bonus today. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag, guys. Come on, man. You guys know this. I've, I've been touting this for a while. All right? I have been. Everyone has been. This shit is good. Great place. 100% deposit bonus, guys. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. You know? Sign up. Sign your uncle up. Sign your grandmother up. Whatever. Right now, what do we got going? What do we got going? We got the World Series going on. Tuesday night college football action. Thursday night. A lot of Thursday and Friday games this week. I'm excited for that. We got NFL hitting midseason stride. I mean, what better time to bet on? Look, you got NHL started, NBA started, college basketball is a week or two away. Two weeks, I think. Come on. This is the time to do it. Let's just do it. So go over to mybookie.ag and, and figure this stuff out. You know what I mean? Okay. Now back to the database top 25. I am at number. What am I at here? What am I at? I'm at number 14, and this team, this team's kind of killing it. They got a big game coming up, though. I got the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa, their one loss being to Wisconsin. Kind of doing things, though. Love the way that defense is playing. Statement game. I had Maryland plus the points, by the way. I know Maryland's not an incredible team, but they did beat Texas this year. They're a solid team. To shut them out, that's impressive. That is impressive, so... The Iowa Hawkeyes are my 14th team in the nation. At number 13, I have the Georgia Bulldogs. Look, they didn't play last week. They're getting ready for this world's greatest cocktail party in Jacksonville against Florida, which, by the way, if you've never gone to this game, I, I, I have gone to this game, and this is an awesome football game to attend. Well, and to get just a great weekend to consume beverages and have a good time. Uh, yeah. Georgia, I'm sure they're going to bounce up some once the schedule kind of works itself out. But, I mean, I don't know. This Florida game's big. Florida could beat them. Florida's defense is legit. And Fromm's, Fromm's got a couple games where you look at him and you're like, eh, you know? He missed some wide-up receivers in that LSU game. I can tell you that. Um, so, yeah, I got the Bulldogs at number 13. At number 12, this team should easily be undefeated. I mean, they should easily be undefeated, but they I don't know how they squandered this opportunity. I got the Washington State Cougars and Mike Leach. Uh, their one loss is at USC in a game that me and Patty C were at. And I still don't understand how they lost this game because they, I was at the game. It felt like they were dominating the whole game. And all of a sudden, like USC scores a couple touchdowns very late in the game. And even with that, Washington State was driving, looking like they, were headed, like they, they had it under control. And their, their game tying or game winning field goal was blocked by USC. But it was one of those games. It's just a strange game because the whole game, Washington State was kind of fucking them up. And it's weird that they somehow ended up like USC played really bad and somehow like won the game. So it was a very strange game. But 
How about Mike Leach, though, man? This is supposed to be a down year for him. He gets that uh, East Carolina transfer, Gardner Minshew, at, at QB. He's playing big ball. I mean, I heard, I was listening to a lot of uh, offseason college football talk, and a lot of people thought Washington State was not going to make a bowl game this year. Uh, a lot of people were, were playing the under, and look what he's doing, because they, they replaced a ton of people. I mean, let alone Luke Falk, but a lot of their offense and defense. But one of the great hires I thought Leach did was on the defensive coordinating uh, side. He hired the uh, former Minnesota head coach, Tracy, what is his last name? But I, I, I forget, but he was a phenomenal. I thought he did a great job at Minnesota in his short time as a head coach at Minnesota, and he kind of got a raw deal from, from what I understand on getting uh, fired because he was a, you know, a winning coach, and I believe some other bullshit came up. But big-time hire by Leach, and I, that, that defense has looked great considering you're in Pullman, and look what they did. They, cut, they whooped up on Oregon. They were ready for that, man. Pullman, Washington was ready for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see because they get Washington in uh, Pullman at the end of the year. They got a huge game this week at Stanford. Nor, traditionally, the past couple of years, Washington State's played Stanford really good. So the big thing here is, like, can you get up for back-to-back weeks? But, I mean, come on, that's a surprise this year, man. And, and kudos to Mike Leach, man. I'm a Leach guy. At number 12 is Washington State. At number 11, this team with a big, big road win at TCU, the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, look, I, I took TCU plus the points on the spreadsheet because I just thought it was too many points. And TCU's, I know they've been kind of struggling this year, but I still thought they looked good against Ohio State. Did 500 or 600 yards of offense, I think, in that game. Well, uh, yeah, Oklahoma is still proving that uh, they might be one of the top teams of the country here. So I got the Sooners at number 11 with a big win. Kyler Murray's fantastic, as me and Patty C. touched on before. You might be able to argue that he's the best player in college football. And, uh, yeah, they're doing things. All right, now we got the top 10 going. But before I go to the top 10, I want to tell you that the college experience is also brought to you by Oddshark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Whew, ready for the top 10. I'm, I'm, if I'm going fast on this episode, it's just like, man, I'm, I'm late to, to, to record this. I had to touch down in Los Angeles and just hurry, up my, hurry myself up to, uh, to do this. And uh, yeah, dude, I mean, f- four days in New Orleans or whatever the hell, or Louisiana, because I was in Baton Rouge one of those days. That'll do it to you, man. I need to eat some vegetables. I'm drinking a, kamb- a kombucha right now. I don't even know what the hell this stuff is. Doesn't even taste very good, but it's supposed to help clean your life, apparently. <laughs> uh, but man, what a good time. What a good time. Um, at number 10, I got the Texas Longhorns. Look, I had to rank them ahead of Oklahoma because they beat them. And they both have one loss, even though... One is in a neutral site to Texas. The other one is Maryland, which I don't know. As as the the season continues, this might flip-flop. But, all right, number nine. Look, Texas, by the way, I think had a a bye week, I believe. Uh, But, yeah, Tom Herman's exceeding expectations. I thought after, especially after week one against Maryland, when I saw the offensive line playing like that, I was like, this is going to be a long year. I was like, this guy might, might, he might be six and six at the end of the year, but now they're, they're, they're really looking like, you know, them and Oklahoma are probably going to play in the Big 12 championship with one of them maybe making the playoff. Oh, I'm sorry, the Invitational. Um, 
Yeah, so I got the Longhorns at number 10. Number nine, I got the Florida Gators. Look, they had a bye week too. But they only have one loss. It's to Kentucky, a team that is in my top 25. Look, this team's legit. This team's legit. I mean, they came back from Vandy. They, that was a strong comeback because I, I thought, okay, here we go again. Here we go again with Florida. So now it's a big one. If you win this one, I think you, 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 you confirm that you're le- actually legit. I mean, I think you're a good football team right now. But I don't know if you're legit until you beat Georgia. Because you've already beat LSU, and that win's looking better and better, by the way. But, by the way, Kentucky, though, squeaked by. I mean, they dominated offensively, but only won by seven, I think, against Vanderbilt. I think that was the score. Once again, I, I was consuming a lot, so don't remember everything. But I do remember Kentucky had like a crazy yardage edge, and, and Vanderbilt was still in the game, late in the game, I thought. But I got Florida at number nine. And, uh, yeah, big game, man. They could really hop up, I think, if they, they can make, make a statement against the uh, Bulldogs. All right, at number eight, I got the South Florida Bulls, man. I don't know about this team. If there's one counterfeit team in the top 25, I think it could be this team. We saw it with Tulsa two weeks ago. They had to come back from behind to win. Last week, they didn't even look amazing against UConn. I had them at number nine last week. I moved them to number eight just because some people trickled out of the top 10, but they're undefeated, so you can't really hate on that, and the American is actually looking like a really good conference this year. Well, like normal, but I'm saying you look at the core right now, Central Florida, South Florida, Cincinnati, Temple, uh, Houston. I think they're, they're, if you throw all those records together, it's a pretty ridiculous record, and especially the way they've fared against the Power Five. So... um. I got South Florida there. I, 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 they're still a bit of a question mark for me, though. I want to see more, although they look good against Georgia Tech and, and beat Illinois, but I definitely don't know that they're going to be here <laughs> in a week or two. All right, at number seven, I got the Kentucky Wildcats. Hey, like I said, you got the ugly win, even though, like I said, killed the yardage edge, so that shows to me you're a lot better than Vanderbilt, but I don't know. They, they stayed in the game. But you got the win. That's all that matters. Move on to next week. Randy Snell's a beast. You guys are in the driver's seat. If you win, I mean, if you win out, you will be in the SEC championship. Now, Georgia has a huge game with Florida. Who knows which way that's going to go. But, hey, got to get up to the Wildcats. Stoops doing a great job there. Got to be a candidate for coach of the year. All right, and now it's time for the sixth I'm a mess over here. I was gonna. I thought I was on five. The sixth best team in the nation, in the database nation. I got the Michigan Wolverines. Man, all right. Weather delay in that Michigan State game. It was like a seven-seven game for a lot of it. Even though the Michigan defense is amazing, they they threw. I think what Peoples Jones had like an eighty-yard touchdown late. And then they, they closed the door. Got a 21-7 final score, I believe. Man. And I think oh, Michigan State only had like 85 yards of offense or something like that. Something crazy. The defense is incredible. Don Brown doing his thing. All right. It's time. I mean, I, that was a big game. They handled Wisconsin. They handled Michigan State. I think they still got, what, Penn State left? And they still got Ohio State left. So we'll see. I'm excited for those. But you got to give it up right now to Harbaugh. After that first loss... 
offense still doesn't seem to be where it's at for my my personal. Uh, you know, I picked Michigan. I think I might pick them to go to the playoff. And I, I thought the offense would be a little bit better, but that defense is looking amazing. And I feel like the, the offense is getting better each week, but we'll see as the season continues. All right, before I get to my top five, I got to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part, BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. So head over to betql.co to download the app today. Guys, I use this app all the time. I'm not bullshitting you here. All right? I am not bullshitting you, just like I'm not bullshitting you that if you are a listener and I come to your city and you want to get up, I will fucking go there. All right? And I'll meet up and I'll definitely have a good time with you, hopefully. You know what I mean? So shout out once again to my friends in... Uh, New Orleans that that met up and Greg, I think Greg, Catherine, and Evan were their names. Awesome people had a great grand time. And uh, if I if I go to New Orleans again, I'm going to hit you up. And if you're ever in Los Angeles, you can hit me up. All right, but let's get to the top five. Bet, BetQL.co, by the way, awesome app. Honestly, try that shit out. It's amazing. I think you'll see, you know, the money swings one way or the other. And and sometimes you can you can place your bets based on that information that they they give you. Uh, number five, I got the Central Florida, very golden, very, very golden Knights. Look, they destroyed my East Carolina team. East Carolina sucks. Scotty Montgomery should be fired. However, dude, what is, what more does UCF need to do? What more? They're blowing out every team at what, except Memphis, where they came back. They shut out Memphis the second half, a team that's got a good offense in a monsoon. They came back and won the game. Look, I don't care what you say. When you've won 20 games or 19, whatever the hell the number's at right now, they deserve some credit. And, uh, and yeah, they, they light it up on the scoreboard. Then again, everyone against East Carolina the past couple of years could light it up. But they're number five in the nation because they have just beat the shit out of pretty much everyone. And, and they were undefeated the year before. Come on. Now, why should the year before count? Because... They still got Mackenzie Milton at quarterback. This team has a pedigree of learning how to win. Although I do think we should just look at this year. <laughs> I'm a contradiction. All right. Looks like Alabama. Alabama's the same way. Preseason shit. Look, the same fucking thing as Central Florida. They just, the fans would never want to admit it. All right. My number four team in the nation is the LSU Tigers. We Tigers. I did not get an interview with Coach O. I, I did have a shitty po' boy sandwich in, uh, in Baton Rouge, actually. Really shitty. But then again, I was at like a hole-in-the-wall bar. And I didn't get... I was looking for chicken on the stick. Kind of failed me in those areas. But the game experience, amazing. Uh, fans, amazing. Um, everything was really awesome, with the exception to the, to the po' boy sandwich and not being able to find chicken on a stick. You know? But the Tigers, how about LSU, man? That defense, man. Playing ball. Mississippi State, real letdown. I mean, as much as I'm praising LSU here, I was at that game, and I even got to a point where I was watching with my buddy, and I'm like, dude, they're gonna do a quarter, they're gonna do a delayed quarterback draw, seventy percent of the time. I just would, you know, I would just say next play, delayed quarterback draw, and what would happen? Delayed quarterback draw, delayed quarterback draw, delayed quarterback draw, delayed quarterback draw. Dude, I get it, Fitz Fitzgerald or whatever. Uh, through like four, he looks terrible, like throwing the ball this year. I don't know what happened from last year to this year. 
because he was really impressive, I thought, last year. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. So I guess that's what you got to do when he's, when he's not comfortable in the pocket, just run delayed draws. But they've been a huge letdown, and I feel like the LSU, kudos to LSU for getting it done. But uh, I, I still think as an offensive game plan, it's pretty pretty terrible offensive performance for Mississippi State. But look at LSU, man. It's a, that's still a good win. They got a bunch of good wins. They have one bad road loss, or it wasn't even that bad. It was to Florida, but they had some bad drops that I thought they easily still could have won that game had some things just gone differently. But you you can't hate right now. Look, even though I think Miami's counterfeit as fuck and I don't have them on my top 25 for a reason, that first win against Miami is a solid win. And then you have the Auburn win, which I know Auburn doesn't look like Auburn of last year. But as of right now, you you look at LSU's strength of schedule. I feel like you can't you can't hate on it. You can't hate on it. Uh, now we got the Bama game coming, and we'll find out a lot more then. And we also have a trap game. I think late against uh, A and M. I think it's at A and M. I think if memory serves me correct. But Coach O doing things, man. He definitely uh, definitely deserves to stay at LSU, obviously, but. That's my number four team in the nation. My number three team in the nation is the Alabama Crimson Tide. Look, you still look money. You destroyed Tennessee, and Tennessee somewhat showed some life against Auburn. You look money. I can't shit on you. I cannot shit on you at all. They look money every single week. They very well could be the best team in the country. But based on your resume, I have you as the third best team in the nation right now. All right, at number two, I have the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Look, they had an off week. They had a bye week or whatever the hell you want to say. But uh, they got they got a win against Michigan. That's prob- that's better than anything Alabama has right now. All right? And and that's really what you, what you do when you evaluate these things. They also have some other good victories. Stanford's a good victory. Uh, so they're the number two team in the nation. They stayed at number two for me, even though they had a bye week. At number one... I have the Clemson Tigers. Look, when you win a game that bad against a, a 5-0 and team, even though I think the NC State might have been a little bit overrated, it's a statement game. That's a nice victory. That's an Alabama victory against a team that is in the top 25, that should be in the top 25, I think. So, I mean, look, A&M, I understand it's the same thing, but A&M scored more points. Clemson also beat A&M in A&M. Granted, it was a lot closer of a game, but I value that whereas Bama's road wins have not been in, like, true environments like A&M's. Uh, so I got Clemson as number one in the nation right now. Look, I don't like Clemson. If you know me personally, I've never liked Clemson. <laughs> but let's just call a spade a spade here. They're the number one team in the nation. And if you're arguing Notre Dame, I think Clemson beat uh, Wake Forest by more. And they also have, I think, a higher caliber road victory. So... That, with that said, that is my Dante-based top 25 number one team in the nation right now is the Clemson Tigers. And we'll see. They got to add Florida State this week. Florida State's a weird team. They can get up. They, they have talent. Look what they, look what they did. They should have beat Miami. But, uh, yeah, this is the Dante-based top 25 late edition. And, yeah, we're back um, getting things together. Patty C., Got to be with me uh, right before this week's action. We got a lot of great Thursday and Friday night games, and I'll also be on the gambling podcast with Sean and Ryan. 
And yeah, we're back doing things and uh, just trying to get my life together after a weekend of debauchery. Once again, thanks to uh, to all of my friends and listeners in New Orleans and Baton Rouge. I think there were some in Baton Rouge that I didn't didn't get up with, but awesome time. Thanks for having me. This is the college experience. Hope this episode wasn't a complete shit show, but I'm sober over here. I got my kombucha. I got my dog and my cat here. You know, life's looking grand. <laughs> Let me go eat a salad. All right, take care, guys. Uh, more shit coming soon. Meow. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.